technology sometimes does not cooperate. Like right now. All right, listen to this while I get my stogie going. You know, most of us have multiple notebooks and notes and books and things like that in front of us. Can you hold up what you've been referring to and answering our questions? Is there anything on it? Uh, that letterhead that says United States Senate. That's, imp- that's impressive. Well, Judge, um, the best I can understand the objections to your nomination are not to your qualifications, your experience, or training, but it's that you have or you will violate your oath of office. I find that terribly insulting. They suggest that you can't be unbiased in deciding a case you haven't even participated in yet. I find that insulting as well. You know, almost as, maybe almost as pernicious as attacking somebody for their faith and suggesting that that disqualifies them from holding a public office is the attack that's being made on judicial independence, something that uh, Chief Justice Rehnquist, among others, you know, most of us have multiple notebooks and notes and books and things like that in front of us. Can you hold up what you've been referring to and answering our questions? Is there anything on it? Uh, That letterhead that says United States Senate. That's that's impressive. Well, Judge... uh... It is quite impressive. So we'll get a little into the fiasco that I told you was going to be the Amy Coney Barrett. Hearing. First, let's do the whole welcome to panic attack with Big John on YouTube. Of course, <laughs> on Facebook, this is Big John's conservative op ed page. On Twitter, it is the real underscore Big John. Uh, on Parlor, it is uh, the real Big John, all one word. Um, by the way, those young, uh, those of you not familiar with Parlor, it's uh, they say it's more conservative, but it's more freedom of uh, a format than Twitter and Facebook. They don't, uh, well, they don't have nudity like Twitter does, but nobody's perfect. Um, they, they don't uh, delete and freeze people's accounts for having a conservative opinion. And a lot of people that are censored on Twitter and Facebook uh, have jumped to that platform. It's uh, an app on your phone, P-A-L-O-R, or is it? How do they spell it? Yeah. Gotta look it up. Oh, pardon me. It's spelled P A 
R-L-E-R. Anyways, for those of you who don't know how to spell parlor like me. So, today's uh, just going to be a brief hodgepodge of current events and such. Uh, the Amy Coney Barrett fiasco. Uh, the most qualified woman person possibly uh, ever to be appointed to the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, Trump and Biden will not debate this Thursday. There was a third debate uh, scheduled. The liberal bias, and it's obvious, obviously biased, Presidential Debate Commission has... uh, decided to cancel the debate, the third and final debate, uh, not directly because of Trump having had the virus, but uh, there there were seven people after the last debate that caught the virus and got better within a couple days, but um, they decided to cancel the third and final debate because of uh, health risks. Supposedly, and then uh, talk about the Raiders' decisive victory over the reigning defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, firstly, that's not a word. First and foremost, uh, I want to say rest in peace to Gene Deitch. Uh, this is not a Wellsville resident. For those of you watching in town, uh, this is the creator of the Tom and Jerry show, the Tom and Jerry cartoon. Uh, Gene died at 95 years old. He uh, won Academy Awards for his animation, but he's most known for the Tom and Jerry show. Uh, probably a show you cannot easily find on television today, though you should, but it was, uh, great stuff, if you can YouTube it, or search somewhere and find it, it's good stuff, it's, uh, good slap stick comedy, so, the first, uh, First sneeze on my podcast ever. The first day of the Amy Coney Barrett hearing was the opening statements of the senators. Uh, I went over that fiasco on my last video. Day two, numero dos, was... The, the questioning. <laughs> Woo! And the questioning was pitiful. Uh, Alright, I, I gotta watch myself here. Um, Senator Hirono asked Amy Coney Barrett, have you ever, you know, inappropriately touched, sexually assaulted anyone? Have you ever... 
reached a settlement out of court on any you know sexual related incidents and of course uh Ms. Barrett's answer was a one word no to both questions. There was first the question of sexual assault to which Amy answered no. And then there was the question of, uh, have you ever settled out of court? And of course she answered no. Uh, I saw another blooper reel. I think it was Senator Leahy jerk he was he was trying to hold up uh, uh, poster boards and they were like the nice thick ones not the generic ones that I would buy and they were pre-printed at our taxpayer expense and they had her they had Amy Coney Barrett's stance on issues and he said, I'm going to show you where you stand on these issues. And the, the Democrats' whole thing is because she's she's been a published, uh, uh, not author, that would be the wrong word, but because she's been published in journals, there we go, she is biased and she can't make a fair, fair assessment of things that may come before the court. And dudes like Trump, like he's, he's this is his little display thing, right? And he's doing, the, he's trying to get it to stay on the display, and it's falling over. Uh, it was just a blooper reel, man. Um, and that's no wonder after these Democrats have been so pathetic at personally attacking this strong, qualified woman, even going. As far as saying, because she adopted two black Haitian children, children from Haiti, for those of you who don't know what Haitian means, she adopted two black children. They've called her a racist. What? If, okay, derelicts, if you're a racist, one, you don't have black friends at all. Racist means. You believe one race belongs here, and the other race belongs here, and there's a clear divide between the two. But the liberal definition of racism has gone so far to mean whatever they feel that it means at the moment in their feelings. But anyways, their, their attacks have been so pitiful that support for Barrett's nomination is up to 48%. Um, I'll read this article quickly, maybe the first couple sentences or something. If I can... Okay, this comes from The Hill. Whoops, I scrolled way past where I wanted to read. Uh, support for Senator... Or support for the President, Supreme Court nominee, Judge Amy Coney Barrett, rises slightly over the last week. According to a poll released Wednesday amid her confirmation hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Morning Consult slash Politico poll found the nomination supported by 48% of registered voters, while 31 say the Senate should vote her down. 
the percentage of voters who support her nomination rose by 2% in the past week. Um, by the time this fiasco is over, it's going to be above 50 or so percent. But this is not a population, a popularity nomination or poll thing. Um, this is sim- plainly and simply supposed to be about qualifications. And I just X'd out of that. The simplest put, you know, the more people see of her, and of course, if you're just watching the news, you're going to get what the news network wants you to see. But the people that actually watch these hearings will see how she, and she's just chilling. She just leaning back in her chair, picking these senators apart. Uh, yesterday, I I read somewhere uh, somebody said that that Bear is by far, and they were correct, the smartest person in the room, hands down. And it, it's so. Uh, blatantly, bluntly, obviously true. I played the clip at the beginning of this where you know she has a little notepad in front of her and like two or three sharpened number two pencils. And so she can jot down what the idiots are babbling or, you know, make herself notes as they're babbling and, uh, you know, then go from there, uh, And she doesn't even need to make notes. She doesn't have anything in front of her other than this blank notepad that says, you know, United States Senate on the top, letterhead. And she'll, hopefully she keeps it as a souvenir. Maybe she'll autograph it and send it to me. Amy, since you're not watching my video, autograph that notepad, send it to me. I will keep it in my historical archives here at the at the crib and uh, cherish that forever. So we shall see how this goes. It's obviously she's going to get appointed or approved. Pardon me. Uh, Republicans quote unquote have the votes and that's because a few years ago the Democrats changed the rules and they wanted to uh, go from a super majority 60 votes to a simple majority of 51 so uh, unless some people like Mittens Romney backstab uh, the president and this woman she's going to get approved easy the Republicans have that Uh, control of the Senate. So, next, 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 next thing. Since the debate commission has decided that in spite of what 150 doctors have said, a third debate would be impossible. At first, they wanted to do uh, a virtual online debate 
which I thought wouldn't be a bad idea, but, you know, Trump was adamantly against it, and he made some good points. If, you know, he's not there in person, they can turn him off, they can mute his feed, uh, and there are times that he feels he needs to talk more, interrupt more. Uh, I guess last time around when he was debating Hillary, uh, there were times when his microphone was turned down or off so that you couldn't hear his uh, butting in. And it's something I thought he did too much in the first debate and I think caused him to lose that debate. But since they can't agree to debate terms and the uh, Presidential Commission on Debates wants to uh, do it virtually if they do it at all, uh, they're just gonna. The two candidates are gonna have competing town hall meetings. This arter be a hoot. I will watch Trump's town hall Thursday night. Uh, President Trump. This is what the article reads from CNN. President Trump would participate in a town hall. With NBC News on Thursday night. That's good. It's going to be on a major network. That uh, yeah, says the network announced. The event scheduled for 8 p.m. in Miami, Miami, Florida, will compete with an NBC or pardon me, an ABC town hall featuring Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden. Trump and Biden are religiously scheduled to have a per yeah, okay. So they were supposed to have a debate. They're both going to be in competing debates. Oh, poor ABC. Your ratings are going to be <laughs> terrible on Thursday night. Because everybody is going to be tuned in to NBC to watch Donald Trump. Um, I'll be watching it somewhere on online because I disabled the cable ripoff a long time ago. But I'll find some YouTube feed to watch this thing on. And it's... <coughs> who knows how the debate will go. Uh, or pardon me, the town hall will go. But everybody's going to be watching Donald Trump. Not Joe Biden. What is this garbage? This is... This doesn't look right. Um, okay, so... Let's see here. I was trying to get the Raiders and Chiefs game stats up here. No, I'm going to have to go to Google. Because Bing sucks. Um, so the Senate hearings on Amy County Barrett are starting right now. It's 9-15. Star date 10-14-2020. And... They're beginning, uh, Lindsey Graham is doing his opening monologue. Uh, 
Hi, Haley. Um, and uh, why do the internet still have pop-ups? People, if things pop up on your in, on the internet, whether it's news or anything, don't click on it so they stop doing pop-up advertising. Gosh. The cheat, the Raiders, the Raiders, the autumn wind is blowing. The autumn wind is a Raider. The Raiders the only football team to have their own poem. Uh, this week they took on the much favored defending Super Bowl champions and league MVP, uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. The Raiders won decisively. Uh, you know, it, it seemed like it was going to be a seesaw battle for a while, but really the Raiders, uh, you know, went score for score with one of the best scoring teams in the league. Their defense even stepped up a little bit. You know, the defense gave up 24 points in the first half and then only eight points in the second, where the Raiders scored 24 points in the first half and then um, another 16 in the second half. Uh, for a while, it looked like the Raiders were going to be their typical red zone stalling selves and have a battle of uh, field. Well, the Raiders were going to do nothing but kick field goals. But instead, they actually were able to punch it into the end zone. Derek Carr had a few long bombs to... Uh, Henry Ruggs, the little speedster from Alabama, and to Nelson Aguilar, their free agent pickup from Philly. And see if we can get game stats. It ended up being a 40-32 game. And uh, it was limited attendance because of the virus, of course. Um see when we get statistical breakdowns. Derek Carr had an outstanding game. Show the goddamn stats. No stat data available, of course. But I was impressed with the Raiders. The defense even played well for giving up 32 points. Um, I'm usually, you know, I'm a lot of bit disappointed in you know the Raiders defense because um, you know they went out and got all these free agents like the Raiders typically do and with Paul Gunter they just haven't lived up to what I thought they could be I mean they had the daggone Super Bowl MVP a couple years ago and were still terrible on defense and uh, he didn't play well uh, they have my cousin, not really, Nicholas Morrow, uh, who's a phenomenal linebacker. They got a great linebacker from Clemson in the draft. They stole one of the best, well, aside from Khalil Mack, obviously, one of the better linebackers in football from the Bears. And they got, uh, they got better on defense. This guy from Dallas that they uh, picked up at safety had a big interception. Uh, which what is what he was brought in to do. Um, 
was you know make big plays. Corey Littleton had a big game, uh, covered Kelsey Travis Kelsey rather well. The Raiders safety, uh, you know, he's still pretty young. Uh, he covered uh, Kelsey well, so you know it shows the Raiders going forward they can beat the best team in their division. Uh, you know, of course. Uh, they ran the ball well against the uh, Chiefs defense. Uh, you knew that Josh Jacobs was going to have a big game. He always does. Uh, he carries tacklers. He, he plows ahead. He moves the pile. Uh, and then he has breakaway speed when he needs it. Uh, they've gotten other running backs to back him up so that he can get a rest every now and then because he plays and hits so hard. That you know he he's kind of like you know Carl Joseph or Jonathan Abram on defense. You know he puts his body out there so much he he gets he hurts himself. Um, also coming out of this last week, poor Dak Prescott is having. I've been a Dak Prescott fan since he was in college. Um, Dak dislocated and had a compound fracture of his ankle. Ouch. I mean, there's this picture where his, you know, your foot's supposed to be like that, and his foot is like this. Ooh, ouch. Um, so he's out the rest of the season, and probably part of next season. Uh, the Cowboys brought in some backup, you know, people and so on. Um, also, uh, Alex Smith, who had a, a horrible injury to his knee, was demoted to, or was uh, the third string quarterback to uh, Dwayne Haskins, some guy I've never heard of. And uh, on the Washington football team, I guess we're not allowed to say Redskins anymore. Uh, but. Uh, Alex Smith, who was uh, the top quarterback in San Francisco, top draft pick, uh, great quarterback, great human being. I'm glad to see him back on the field. Uh, I was glad to see Derek Carr light it up. He's been going deep this year more than he has in the past. Uh, he still does the checkdowns because he's a good quarterback. You know, if his first option is not there or if there's... Uh, a blitz in his face, he goes to his third or fourth read, uh, which is oftentimes Darren Waller uh, or Josh Jacobs out of the backfield. <clears throat> um, he's not taking as many sacks as he did earlier in his career, and that's saving him. Remember early on, he, he um, hurt his hand, played with a broken pinky finger on his throwing hand, for several games, then uh, he had a broken, a little tiny bone, but a vital one in his lower back. He came back early from that injury and played through pain. Uh, and then finally, the year that he was up for MVP and the Raiders were 12 and four, last game of the year, he broke his ankle. So, you know, these checkdowns get rid of the ball, you know, 
are saving Derek Carr's career. And he has the, the people now that he can check the ball down to. But if he has time, he can go deep to Aguilar, uh, Ruggs. There's also, you know, he has the middle routes now with Hunter Renfro. So he can throw the medium ball. And, and Derek Carr's always had this ability, you know. Back when they had... Um, the other receiver from Bama, whatever his name was now, that they traded to the Cowboys, they, you know, they were able to go deep to that guy. He just happened to drop the ball a lot. Um, but, you know, Carr is now off the S list and back onto the Raiders fans' good list, I hope. Uh, Paul Gunter is still on a hot seat, in my opinion. I, I just don't feel like he dials up enough blitzes to make the team successful. But that's just in my opinion. So, we shall see. But the Raiders look good going forward. There are three wins and one loss. One loss to the... The always perennial Super Bowl champion Patriots. And it's going to be fun. Uh, the Raiders play the Brownies this year. So um, I'll have some fun with some friends on that game. Uh, the Browns are 4-0. The, the Schittsburg Squealers are 4-0. Hi, Uncle Tom and Cousin Mike. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, it's going to be an interesting football year. So, uh... To recap the show, let's uh, hope that the filthy Democrats keep their ignorance up uh, on the Judge Barrett confirmation hearing. I'm going to watch a little of that, try not to have a stroke. Um, then, you know, we've got this town hall, dueling town halls Thursday night. <laughs> Woo! I can't get a good woo this morning. Uh, that's that's going to be a ratings debacle. Everyone's going to watch Trump. Uh, and tr This is you know, Trump's last chance to appeal to a mass range of voters. Um, but I don't, I don't think he's behind in the polls. I just don't. I think he's going to win in a landslide electorally and popularly. So, and... Uh, Go Raiders. That's the end of the podcast. Can't play you guys out to music because uh, YouTube copyright strikes me. So you just get me. So I'm going to work with somebody on uh, getting me an intro and an outro uh, theme. A little guitar riff that I can end the shows on. So, Or maybe a banjo, banjo solo. Or something. Alright. God bless you guys. Pray for each other. Uh, pray for our country. Always man. Pray, pray, pray. God is real. Uh, Jesus is real. And. Until uh, next time. Thank you. Like, share, subscribe. All that hootenanny stuff. <laughs>